Notes from Greenelsh, number 146. Fan into flame. This year for Easter break, my family went camping at Pinnacles National Park with a couple of other families. We enjoyed hiking, tossing frisbees, and playing some board games. At night, we gathered around a campfire to tell stories, laugh, and roast marshmallows for s'mores. When the fire started to die, we would fan new life into the smoldering embers until they glowed bright orange again and radiated enough heat for roasting. Reviving the embers reminded me of how the faith of Jesus' disciples flatlined when he died on a cross, but was restored when he gloriously rose from the dead and reunited with them. Do you have a relationship with God? If so, is your faith dwindling? Are hardships or choices causing you to lose hope, waver in loyalty, fail to trust, or struggle to obey? Perhaps you haven't yet come to know God. In both cases, God understands and desires to love and guide you into a deeper and richer relationship with Him. In the Bible, Timothy, who learned from the Apostle Paul, faced several trials and opposition as a young pastor. Paul wrote two letters to encourage him. His advice, inspired from the Holy Spirit, still applies to believers today and also helps seekers better understand abundant life with God. Here are various passages from the letters which have helped me and hopefully they will help you too. Paul reminded Timothy to continue to grow in the truth God graciously made known. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. Like Timothy, God has a plan for you. Let go of anything that gets in the way of that. Paul makes an analogy. In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for special purposes, and some for common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. Paul describes life as an individual battle, but assures that you are not alone in the fight. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace 
along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Watch out for typical traps of the devil that people around Timothy indulged in, like being proud, pursuing arguments just to be right, stirring up dissension, making demands, desiring honor, being hypocritical, teaching false doctrine, or listening to it, and loving money. Remember, Satan lures you with what seems good, pleasurable, or comfortable. However, he seeks to destroy you. If he can't, he will surely try to distract, discredit, discourage, or derail you. Guard against that by taking your eyes off yourself and fixing them on God. Paul writes, But you, man of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Paul exhorts Timothy to take practical steps of faith. Pray, especially for leaders, to govern in a way that allows people to freely worship God. Intercede for people. Be content. Take care of your family. Be generous and willing to share. Serve those in need. Live a godly and holy life so that others can be saved. Study God's Word, Paul writes. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. This is increasingly important as our society is laced with lies, maligned with misinformation, captivated by confirmation bias, and prone to cancel opposing views. In contrast, as salt and light, believers must speak the truth. Paul tells Timothy, Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. The Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. In the time we've been given on this earth, Paul encourages believers to die to themselves and live up to the calling they have received so they can be of the best service to God and others. He told Timothy, If we died with him, that is Jesus, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will disown us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, 
for he cannot disown himself. Like Paul, may each of us fan the flame of faith as we look to Jesus' return when he will consummate his kingdom. Glow with God's glory. Radiate his love and righteousness so others can know him and his benevolence. If you haven't yet, trust Jesus as your Savior. Then grow in faith by God's grace. Day by day, finish strong, like Paul, with no regrets, for God's best is yet to come. Paul closes his letter to Timothy. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing.